there, all you hip cats, cool kittens, you guys and dolls, you diesel-powered disciples of cool. This is Tales from the Flipside, and I am your host, the comic book-loving, time-traveling, diesel-punk prophet of pop culture, the artist also known as Big Daddy Cool, John Pica. You can call me Johnny, and we are coming to you live from the mobile studios and this is Tales from the Flipside, also syndicated on the Diesel Punk Podcast. And on this episode, I am going to be reviewing the Netflix original movie, Full Metal Alchemist. But before we get, the, before we get to that, excuse me, first day with my new tongue, we need to talk about our sponsor. Returning this week is Vault. V-A-L-T, Vault, and they specialize in password recovery. How many times have you lost your password, and no matter what you do, you just can't find it, think of it, remember it, and you've got to, you know, click, help me remember my password, find my password, send me an email, whatnot. Well... That's where Vault comes in. They are here to help. They are a visual password manager. They capture all your existing passwords and lock them in a vault guarded with NSA-approved encryption. And uh, they they, they protect the vault behind a series of memorable images that only you know. And Vault trains you to use those images using proven techniques from psychology and cognitive science it's the images are memorable and the training process is pretty fun and easy it's really it's sexy password management so you can download vault for the mac and iphone today at vault.io slash tails that's v-a-l-t dot i-o slash tails t-a-l-e-s vault.io slash tails and register to win a $100 gift card. Again, that's vault.io slash tails and register to win a $100 gift card. I use vault and you should too. All right. Well, let's get right to it. We're going to review the Netflix original film, Full Metal Alchemist. And some of you may be wondering, well, Johnny, why are you reviewing a movie based on an anime on a diesel punk-centric podcast? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Most anime has a very diesel-centric aesthetic to it. Diesel punk is actually pretty mainstream in Japan. And most anime draws a lot of influence from that diesel punk aesthetic. And in some cases, a lot of anime is straight up considered diesel punk. If not, you know, retro futuristic or retro punk. And Full Metal Alchemist, along with uh, animes like Big O and... um, Captain Spurlock have been um, have been right there on that 
kind of that that edge of of diesel punk and a lot of stuff a lot of the aesthetics really appeal to the diesel punk in me and for those of you who are listening for the first time and you're still trying to figure out this diesel punk thing that I'm talking about it um it is a celebration or a mashup if you will of the aesthetics and style of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and early 50s with science fiction and fantasy. It has a very retro-futuristic sensibility to it. Retrofuturism sees the world of tomorrow through yesterday's eyes. And diesel punk has science fiction and fantasy. It has the aesthetics and styles of the diesel era, the jazz age, prohibition era, the world wars, World War One, World War Two, and it's got an element of counterculturalism, the anti-hero, the the rebellion against the status quo. And you know, those are really the prime elements that make up diesel punk. And when you look at the movie Full Metal Alchemist, you see a lot of those elements present. Now, I mentioned that it is based on an anime, uh, and it's an anime series, Full Metal Alchemist, and there have been several series. And this movie primarily draws its inspiration from the series Brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Uh, And the official synopsis is, while Alchemist... Edward Elric searches for a way to restore his brother's, uh, his brother Al's body. The military, government, and mysterious monsters are watching closely. So, Edward, Ed, and Al are these two young boys at the beginning of the movie who lose their mother. Their mother dies, and um, they decide that they are going to use alchemy to bring her back to life. It's a forbidden spell, but they're going to do it anyway, and it goes wrong. And Al loses his body, and Edward somehow transfers Al's soul, his spirit, into this suit of armor that was in the alchemy lab where they practiced uh it it, i'll tell you this is a point of confusion for me um well we'll we'll get to that in just a minute and so the story picks up several years later edward is now a teenager maybe 10 years later and he is searching for the philosopher's stone so that he can use that to bring his brother's body back from limbo or the other side or wherever his body was actually sent. And we see a scene where, you know, he is confronting a demon in limbo uh, and and Edward loses his arm and his leg and it's replaced by mechanical uh, robotic limbs that are... Uh, that are built by his friend. And um, so so he's on the search for the Philosopher's Stone, and he encounters resistance from the military, 
and from the this trio of monsters, there's a shapeshifter. Um, there's a uh, uh, there's there's what what is it? They're called greed, uh, envy, and gluttony. You know the three sins, and um, along the way we meet uh, you know a varied cast of characters, and really truthfully, there are some twists and surprises here. The people that you think are the good guys turn out to be the bad guys, and you know there are some uh, some uh, paths that you know lead you down a twisted tale. Now, the the visuals on this are pretty amazing. The costumes are spectacular, especially the military uniforms. They definitely have that World War II high society influence. Uh, that, that you would expect in a diesel punk type of military uniform. The uh, setting is very retro. It's actually set in the fil- movie is filmed in what looks to be uh, Italy, a village in Italy. So you've got this very, very old world used universe look and appearance to uh, everything. Um, you know, everything is, is very much that retro futurism it's it's futuristic fantasy and science fiction in a in an old world setting it's it is really great and for the most part the the special effects are are pretty solid um when edward is using his alchemist abilities to manipulate stone uh, i guess he he can manipulate iron and and other metals in stone the special effects are fantastic. Um, the general uh, in charge of the, uh, the the military operation is a uh, fire alchemist and uh, can use and manipulate fire. And um, there's some other uh, alchemists out there. Here's the problem I had with this movie, though. It... Um, it didn't provide any backstory or history for any of the characters. And even with the two brothers of Edward and Al, you know, it, it showed only the tragedy of losing their mother and trying to bring her back with a spell, and it ends in, in disaster for them. But none of the other characters have any backstory or introduction to them. So we have really no sense of any of their motivation. You know, we're introduced to Edward's best friend from childhood, but she pops up when they're teenagers and has been gone for a long time. And, you know, we really don't have a sense of how they're connected other than, you know, we we're told they're best friends. And, the biggest problem I had with this movie was that we never we never had an explanation of what alchemy is, where it comes from, how it's used, is it science, is it magic? You know, what are the the roots and you know, who can use it and who can't? Because it becomes very obvious that there are some people who can use it, some people who can't. But it's never clear how that's established. So there are a lot of questions. Um, 
and and then the mo- the three monsters that try to thwart Edward. Um, again, we're given no con- context as to where they come from, why they're there, or for that matter, why they care whether Edward gets the Philosopher's Stone or not. It's really frustrating that there's no context for character motivations. I'm as an actor, as a performer, I'm really, really big on motivations, and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot here other than Edward's motivation to restore his brother's body. Everybody else kind of is nebulous, you, you know? I don't know how else to describe my frustration with that. Now, speaking of visual effects, I said when Edward uses his alchemy, it looks great. Um, the the general who uses, uh, or the major who uses fire, that looks great. Al, the sentient armor, the, the, the suit of armor that Al's spirit inhabits, was phenomenal. That was done better than I would say it looked better than Iron Man in the Avengers to me it was spectacularly done and overall the visual effects the visuals in this movie were fantastic the one exception was the Cyclops monsters who are brought to life with hearts made of Philosopher's Stones were just really bad CGI in in some ways, it reminded me of a Ray a Ray Harryhausen uh, claymation stop motion animated sequence. While while Harryhausen was revolutionary and did some great work, you know the the skeleton battle in Jason and the Argonauts is still, I think, one of the best sequences in filmmaking history and that really holds up exceptionally well not all of Harryhausen's work holds up and in this movie the Cyclops uh, ghouls zombies however you want to describe them they they look out of place they they're out of proportion the CGI animation on them is clumsy. It just, you know, it just didn't work very well for me. So that was one major complaint. Would I recommend this film? From a visual perspective, I think it's worth seeing. And especially if you want to see how they translate animated characters into live action. Because, again, they did a phenomenal job. Edward looks exactly like the cartoon version, the anime version of Edward. Al is spot on. All of the costumes, the colors, everything, it looks like it translated directly from the anime to the screen. Um, But the story is a little bit convoluted. Because, you know, they're trying to compress an entire series into an hour and a half, two hour movie. And I think there was a little bit too much. I would have liked to have seen more focus and and um, 
maybe a shorter film. This should have been maybe been a series and not a standalone film is is truthfully what I think. If it had been like an eight-part series like Stranger Things or Godless, it probably would be a lot better. But for my money, they just tried to squeeze in too much, too much of the story. The other issue that I had was that the trailer makes this thing look like it's just action-packed roller coaster ride from beginning to end, and really it's not. There are a few key scenes where you know Edward is trying to get what he thinks is a philosopher's stone from a from a priest, and the priest is using his his alchemist abilities to make rock walls and pillars and whatnot, you know, attack Ed. Um, There's a scene where, you know, I guess it's the same scene, actually, where the priest brings uh, these rocks to life as giant four-legged monsters, and, you know, Ed dispatches them. And uh, that the opening scenes were phenomenal. But then it gets into some really weird territory. Uh, the doctor who, you know, sacrifices his, this is a spoiler, sacrifices his daughter to, to create this human-dog hybrid with his dog and his daughter, these chimeras. That was just really weird and completely out of left field. I don't, I don't know why they even included that. It really had no bearing for the for the story, in my opinion. Um, the motivation for the the big bad guy, and um, he had no powers, but he was seeking power, and he wanted to control this army of uh, you know zombies. Zombie Cyclopses, but he was actually aligned with, but ultimately opposed to the monsters, and I, I don't know. There was just a lot. There, it was it was a little bit messy, and in the middle, it drug a lot while they were trying to create this sense of political intrigue and you know social engineering and morality and whatnot and I just I thought it was unnecessary I really wanted to see more character development in the main characters and showing off their abilities more through action sequences but also giving them more motivation for doing what they did and going on the adventure or or facing the foes they did I hope that makes sense Sometimes I feel like I'm rambling on these movie reviews. But um, if you're into anime and if you love Full Metal Alchemist, I think you're probably going to like this. Um, it, 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 isn't, it doesn't quite live up to the uh, hype of the trailer, but it was, it was solid and it was worth seeing just for the visual effects and to see how they translate the animation to live action well guys and gals that is it for my review of full metal alchemist i would love to hear your comments 
and get your feedback. And the easiest way to do that is just connect with me on my website, BigDaddyCoolShows.com. You can send me an email there. You can you know, connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, social media outlet of your choosing. And let me know what you thought about Full Metal Alchemist. Also, if you like this podcast, Tales from the Flipside, and the Diesel Punk podcast, do us a favor. Go to iTunes and post a positive review. Make it good. Give us a five-star review. Help us build our ratings. Listener reviews are the lifeblood of podcasts and videocasts. We need your help. Do us that favor. Also, make sure you connect with me online at BigDaddyCoolShows.com. Become a disciple of cool. Subscribe to the newsletter. See where I'm performing live. Get updates on the next edition of the book, Tales from the Flipside. And if you haven't read the first one yet, shame on you. You can get it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble, iTunes, wherever quality books are sold. And while you're at it, if you like the show, share it. Tell your friends and family. But more importantly than that, drop us a tip in our digital tip jar at patreon.com slash bigdaddycoolshows. All of those links are in the show notes, as well as links to our other sponsors, Comic Bento, Magic Subscription Box, and of course, our newest sponsor, Vault. It's sexy password encryption, vault.io slash Tales. That's V-A-L-T dot I-O slash Tales, T-A-L-E-S. And go there, register to win a $100 gift card, and that will be awesome. Well, guys and gals, that is it for this episode and for my review of Full Metal Alchemist. Again, let us know what you think. And until the next time, swing hard, swing often. We'll catch you on the flip side.